0: A lot of people celebrate May as Mental Wellness Month, and it means a lot to me personally because I um, have a personal experience with mental wellness and a mother who ended her life early because she just didn't have the resources to thrive. And this is why I created 360 Life Strategies. So many of us just um, elbow our way through life just trying to figure out how to get to the next day and when we're raised without the resources and guidance of a healthy mom and dad it becomes really really important that we learn from other people how to create strategies to thrive. I mean not just survive day to day but thrive. So this month for May I'm having a series of guests who have lined up some strategies for you. If that's something that you need, I guarantee you, you're going to find hope. If it's not something that you need because you had the help that so many of us didn't, then keep in mind that you might know somebody and you can tell when somebody really needs help because they don't know how to navigate stress. And this is a really good litmus test, this COVID crisis. So I hope you'll listen. And think of somebody who might need to hear this message and send it along. Thanks. Thank you. later. Sweet, sweet. I knew that Mia Hewitt was going to be a fabulous guest for Women, Wine, and Leadership when I looked on our website and it talks about um, stop stop thri- uh, surviving and move to thriving. And that's you know my favorite um, set of words to talk about where so many of us live in our life. So Mia, I can't wait to hear how you got to moving from um, surviving to thriving and, yeah. and how how people can actually develop the strategies in their own life. Uh, we were talking about how we just want to live that beautiful yeah. life now. Tell yeah. me how you got started on this journey. Give us a little four one one on Mia.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So I grew up poor, um, and I remember um, the you know being thirteen years old and. Um, my dog our house was so infested with fleas that um, they literally sucked the blood out of my dog and I remember like my dog dying and I remember deciding I don't know how I'm going to be wealthy but I am not gonna be poor yeah right like I remember making that decision at 13 years old and I also remember you know praying to God and saying like if you will just show me how to do that I will give it to the world like I I will give it to the world and I just I really, like, from that moment on, I started working when I was 13 years old, right? We just didn't have enough food. Um, My mom is a single mom with four girls, um, you know, on a beginner's teacher's salary. And I just always remember her crying all the time like she was always crying. Um, and I, I just went to work. And so here, I, I built my first billion dollar company. I did that for 24 years, right? Because I was determined. I would, I definitely, I was a hard worker. I was willing to do anything. But here's where like, I was still surviving doing that. Yeah. So the fascinating thing is, and I didn't know that back then, but what I would love to help clean up the misunderstanding and misconceptions about money is I thought you know, my whole life, I told myself if I just became wealthy, I would like, I felt like I would arrive, like I'd be confident. I would like no longer have that inner critic. I would just be so self-assured. And it wasn't like that. I was just doing it all through survival. So you can make a lot of money doing it in ego. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I like to say that because we have this misunderstanding a lot of at least I know I did back then that we think that the people at the top have it all together. Right. And so I really want to clean that up. So what I did though, um, because I was here, I was a wealthy person still doubting myself, constantly questioning, like, is that right? Is that right? Am I going to do that wrong? Is that wrong? Constantly living with an inner conflict. I spent about a half a million dollars and hired the best and the best in the industry. So I went to the experts and I was like, okay, help me figure this out. What is going on with me? Why do I still feel this way? Um, and long story short, and I don't mean this in any judgment, but it was really that they just kept saying to me at the end of the day, "Well, just think differently." And I, I if I could have just thought differently, I would have done that by now. Like it wasn't, I didn't feel. I know you know this, right, Donna? It's yeah. like I didn't feel like this was an intellectual issue. Like logically, it made no sense. I built a multi-million dollar business. Why am I still struggling? And I'm acting even though I have a lot of money, I'm still acting like I could lose it all the next day. Yeah. Like, what is this? Um, and so I, it really caused me to just be so frustrated. And I remember um, this bestselling author, very famous and person in um, I was working with him, paid him $50,000. And I remember him you know, being fed up with me. I'm very coachable. If you tell me to do something, I'm like, okay, I'm all in. And so I remember doing what he said and I wasn't getting the result. And I said, what do you think I'm missing? I don't get it. And he said, Mia, you need to go lock yourself in, in your room and not come out until you figure this out. Oh, Now this is Donna, when the ghetto side of me comes out, like, like I'm like, How much I money? Need <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, I did not need to pay you no $50,000. No, tell me that. You know, I was like, I was just so fit to be tied. Yeah. Right? right. Even though I was no longer poor, I don't I really never forget what poor was, right. right? And the value of money, right? It just really helps me Yeah, know.
0: it lives like a haunting ghost in the back. Yeah.
1: Then. Yeah, I have a very I have a very healthy relationship with money now, but I never forget what it was like to just try to survive to make that, right? Yeah. Which is the opposite of thriving and flow, right? Yeah. From flow and ease anyway long story short it was really what i needed though it was a gift in hindsight because what that did for me it was i just became obsessed like i was like okay i'm not that special there i cannot be the only person who's struggling with this who's done all these courses hired all the best of the best people and still is not getting a result so i became completely obsessed i'm not a, a not an overnight success it took me 6 years of being obsessed because i didn't have anyone showing me how to do this and i developed a process called aligned intelligence which is a methodology that i use that actually helps heal this because it's actually an emotional issue yes that when i heal the emotion which is what i found when i heal the emotional piece um, and then I free the mind. So the, the mind just backs up the emotions that we have from childhood um, when we experience our original trauma. Right. right. So the day we created our original trauma, um, usually it happens before the age of eight because we only have a subconscious mind. We don't have a conscious mind. So everything went in as a feeling place, not as a logical right? And the reason why people, you know, if you've ever felt like, oh my gosh, what am I missing? I know I'm missing something. It's always because it's, you can't, the solution is not in the mind. It's in the emotions. Yeah. Right. What's your experience of that?
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, it's interesting that you, you, you talk about that because number one, I want to go back to something that you said earlier about somebody saying, don't think that way. Yeah. I would say for most of 50 years, people would say you can't think that way or don't feel that way. And I said, how can you tell me not to feel what I'm feeling and what makes it crazy? And I've had this in um, conversations at home with my husband and conversations in the workplace with my boss. And in both places, I feel insane because people are telling me don't think the way I think or don't feel Mm -hmm. the way I feel. And I'm asking, who is here to show me how to get out of my head? Yeah. And when I started to realize that we need to move mm-hmm. from your head to the heart yeah. and actually learn how to get objective, as if you could climb out of your mind and look at all the crap in your life objectively yeah. and mm-hmm. analyze it. Oh, I know where that came from. I, that's why yeah. I love your whole aligned intelligence process. Yes. It's really, and I love the word intelligence for some reason, and maybe it's because I've been overthinking things for my whole life, but you're getting your intelligence aligned with what's true and not totally. just pure observation of facts.
1: Totally. And, I, and I, like, I, I love what you're saying so much because wisdom really comes when we have the awareness the understanding, meaning um, you know, what that feels like as a living, breathing experience, right. um, and then we can take action on it. So, until there's the awareness, understanding, and then the action, there really isn't wisdom, right? I, I often hear people will say, you know, knowledge is power, knowledge is power. And, I, and I'm like, no, it's not. You know, it, it really isn't going to give you. How many people do we know that have a lot of knowledge and are not making the money they want to make? Right. right. So I'm really about practical. How do we get it to the practical? And the truth is, it's not how much you know; it's how much you then take and know, understand to live. So really, experience is the true knowledge.
0: Right. It's so true, and uh, yeah. learning how to yeah. to plug in the strategies to take that experience and turn it into yeah. an action plan. That's yeah. where we start to live a different life.
1: Yeah, I, for me, it was, yeah, I had to, before I could do strategy, I really had to understand who is the voice that I think is speaking. So for me, I just, I, I like to help people first, all my entrepreneurs, the first piece that if I can really help somebody fly and making money, if, if, if a person is to make the most amount of money, right, if they were to, um, really create the, you know, like I'll give you real examples. Like I had a woman I just worked with in um, Australia. In less than two months, she created the largest contract she's ever created in her business. She closed a one point two million dollar deal in these in this market, right? And people would say, "Oh, that how could that be?" And it will feel like it's a miracle, but really, in truth, she just had never seen herself as a big player,
0: yeah,
1: right? Because she always saw herself through the filter of her trauma. Right. So once we healed the trauma that was in the way, and she cleared up the misunderstandings that were then in the mind, the way she saw things, how she saw herself shifted, right? Exactly. And when you can change the way you see yourself, and then you change the way you feel about yourself, and then you take consistent action, well, you're going to get that result.
0: Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's just
1: a, It's a progression. But the thing that I love to help people see is it's not enough to have one piece of that equation. Meaning if you're going to make an apple pie, you can't just have the apples. You need the brown sugar and the flour. So like a lot of times when I hear people say, oh, well, just think differently or just think positive, right? It's like, that's not enough of the ingredient because that would Yeah. That would be just say, we'll just have some apples to make an apple pie. It's like, no, no, no. There's a few more steps in that ingredient. But, But once you have all the steps, if you know, okay, I have to see myself differently. So there's an image that needs to shift. Like I, I'm not just creating a new me. I'm replacing the old one that's speaking Right. Yeah. So if, my, if I can see my image of myself changing, if I feel myself feeling the way that now I feel and right. then I take actions in alignment with who I'm being, well, of course, by natural law of cause and effect, that result's going to be there. So I just feel like a lot of times there's too many half truths that people give. Right. And I don't, I'm not saying they do it intentionally. I just don't know if they haven't really dissected enough to get all the ingredients right. or why they only give half the truth. But I'm, I'm a big believer. It's like, just tell me the truth and then I can go do it. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just, just tell me the truth.
0: <laughs> You're excavating the whole story. Yeah. I, I love the apple pie analogy and just for the chocolate lovers out there, I'm going to share the, the same analogy, but from the chocolate chip cookie perspective, if I show you a picture of a steaming yeah. hot, fresh, Chocolatey chunky chocolate chip cookie. I like nuts, and and say, "Would you like a chocolate chip cookie?" And and you say, "Yeah." And I hand you a bag of flour, which comprises the greatest composition of the chocolate chip cookie. But a bag of flour does not does not make a a a complete cookie. And I think people go through life without the chocolate, Mm -hmm. and and they're not living fully alive. That's what just attracts me to the concept of what you do, the human potential yeah. expert. I just, yeah. I love, I, looking at every single person I see mm. it, and seeing their potential. Yes. Not seeing what I see right in front of me. And knowing that there's so much more there and yeah. all they need to do is to tap into it a little bit more. Tell me mm. what it looks like when people work with you.
1: Um, well, they go, they literally, what happens like the fr- I, I, I actually do it in eight weeks. So I always tell people when they come on a call with me just to get a free clarity call, I always say to them, I'm, I always really set the expectations, right? I can't heal you in an hour. I'm just going to tell you that because I do get a lot of people who will be like, can you heal this in an hour? No, it's taken me eight weeks. I've whittled it down to eight weeks. Right? So it's not a long process. It does take effort on your part. It's not yeah. a do. It's not a do to you process. It's a do with you process. Right? So I'm the expert guide, but you really are the hero of your own life journey, right? It's not me. Yeah. I'm just showing you how I did it and I've been able to help hundreds of people do it. So yeah. they literally live free to be themselves. And what that looks like is it begins with under, start to um, begin to understand how to literally self-observe right which is the first piece they have to begin to learn to pull back a lot of people didn't know don't know i didn't know this either back then that i could actually pull back from that voice, I could actually self observe myself. I, you know, I was never taught that, right? So um, I had to learn to self observe, to pull back. And actually, what that does is it lets go. Um, so the second piece is we want to then detach. So if the first thing is to self observe what's happening, yeah. we want to then be able to detach to get to a place of neutrality, right? When we can get to a feeling place of neutrality, what, we, what, what happens is we start to see things. Um, and from that detachment and neutrality, we can start clearing up the misunderstandings and misconceptions that are in the way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, we can then define our intention. Like, what is it that we really want? What is it that we most want? Yeah. And then how would we be feeling if we were being that way? So I'm accessing it through the emotions, not the mind. It's the fastest way to rewire. And then um, once we get into alignment with it, we just take action. So what I do is um, in the eight weeks, we actually, because we're, we only help um, 12 people at a time, we literally um, take each person back to the day they created that experience, the trauma, and we actually help them heal that so that the, it no longer has a hold of them emotionally. Yeah. And then from there, we literally help them clean up Everything that's in the way of them being their true potential, right? So anything, any misunderstanding, misconception. Because what happens is when you create a trauma. And so I like to say this because most people don't understand this. They, they, um, I get this a lot. Well, people will say, "But Mia, like, um, you know, I had this guy. He's, he's gonna say, like, this is my most recent one, and it resonates so much with people. I can feel so many people in this. He'll say he was 59 years old. He just joined me, and he said." you know, before he joined me, he said, you know, he had read my book and he reached out to me and he said, okay, Mia, but I'm 59 years old. Surely, shouldn't I be feeling like I have like no longer any issues unresolved from childhood? I mean, surely, isn't there a limit, a time limit? He wanted to put (laughs) that there was a time limit to it that I should stop looking for, you know, something else to blame. He says, but I can't seem to figure out why I keep hitting roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. Um, every time I'm making some success, I'm quickly, you know, quickly finding some type of obstacle in my way. He's like, I'm not trying to be a complaining person or a, a moaning mini, as he calls it in the UK. But he says, um, after hitting brick wall after brick wall brick wall, I have to ask myself, where have I gone wrong? And then he said, which is very common. Um, I know I felt like this. I remember he said, you know, it really does seem. That there is somebody or something that has decided that my time in the sun has come to an end and I must now live forever in the shade. And then he said to me, You know, I've read tons of, you know, hundreds of self help books and about positive thinking and, you know, your thoughts and all this stuff. He says, But your book is the first time that I ever felt that there was something you poked on, that you, it resonated with me, that you awoken, um, something hidden that I have been, you know I can't quite get my hands on it. And um, yet it is like a partial memory or childhood. So they often don't think, is why I'm saying, they don't think that they actually have had a trauma. So I have a lot of people who said, but I was raised with great parents. So I'm going to give an example because I think when we put it into the practical, this will make a lot of sense. Yes. So there's, um, there's a woman who, um, you know, she, a, a young girl, oh, I call her, she's 30 years old. I'm 50, you know, too. So to me, she's young, <laughs> but she's a young, young go-getter, right, who came right. to me. And she's like, "Me, yeah, I was raised with the most perfect parents, you know, like I've graduated, I've been valedictorian of every, you know, been at the top of my class, every job I've ever worked with. I'm, I'm always the top salesperson, but I've never been able to go out on my own. And so I said to her, so let's look at when this got created, right? So I took her back and she, because I know how to ask the questions, you know, people often say, but I'm not going to remember. And I'm like, no, 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 don't worry. The subconscious mind never forgets. We just have to to ask the right questions. So I asked her the questions, um, you know, what is the earliest memory you can remember where before that memory you knew there was like a harmony to you like you totally trusted yourself you trusted like and then something happens something happens you never expected to happen i mean there you are going along thinking the world is your playground everything's for you and then you're like what you feel blindsided this is how it always happens to every single person they feel like it came out of nowhere um and sure enough she's like well the earliest memory i have is my baby brother was born oh And they left me at my grandparents' house because um, they went to the hospital and I felt completely rejected. Of course, that's as simple as how it can start. It doesn't have to be anything that big. It can be just like that. And she's like, like, no, that's just ridiculous. It can't be that really, right? And I'm like- It really is. Let's test it, you know, because then, uh, you know, uh, let's. I'm always like, well, let's see, because if whatever the trauma is, when we know that we've hit it, it will show up everywhere in her life. So it will be like in in anyone's life. It'll be pervasive. It'll be what stops them mentally, what stops them emotionally, what stops them physically. It'll show up in physical signs. It'll be what shows up financially, why they're not making the money. It will be everywhere. So when we yeah. So when we tested it, that was exactly it because she made it mean that she was somehow not good enough for them to have taken her.
0: Gosh, Mia, don't you right?
1: hear
0: <laughs> every coach I talk to says, 75% yeah. of the people we talk to use the words not enough somewhere in their vocabulary. Yep.
1: Okay. Totally.
0: It's, it's amazing to me. And you know, you know a little bit of my story that my mom left yes. 10 and my dad, um, became ill with Alzheimer's and died when I was 16. Um,
1: wow.
0: um, they were alcoholics before that, so I was yep. kind of orphaned even with parents present. Yep. But you know what, none of those things are the reason why I was kind of screwed up for half of my adult life. Yeah. The, the thing that created a sense of abandonment that I was um, unable to overcome until I discovered it was yep. not being invited to Donna Taylor's fourth grade birthday
1: party. I totally believe you. <laughs> I see it every day. I totally believe you. And people don't, they can't imagine that that would be a trauma, but here's why the trauma is a trauma. When a child is growing, you know, the, what allows them to explore their world and trust in themselves and others in the world is because it grows by an emotional bond. Yeah. When that emotional bond is broken, when the child feels like what? And that blindsided, like you weren't invited to that party. And all of a sudden you were like, Oh, how could that ever happen? Right. And there's an emotional, um, it's all emotional. That's why it's not in the mind. I keep telling people it's not in the mind. Stop looking for it in the mind. It's going to be found in the emotions. Um, but when that happened, what did you make it mean? Just so we can start to see the connection. What did you make it mean about you when that happened?
0: I am not part of the gang. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep
0: wanted or um, accepted into social society.
1: Yep. That's exactly right. So, and then, and then what did you make it mean about other people? Other people must be what? If I'm not wanted, I'm all alone. Like I'm not, you know, not part of the gang. What are other people? Other people are what?
0: Primarily other people are on the in crowd and I'm out.
1: Okay. Right. Exactly. So you're always going to feel like you're, there's, you know, they're better. They're in the in. I'm out. Yep. And then what did you make it mean about the world that before that day, the world was one way. And then the next day from then on out, the world became what?
0: Here's the phrase that repeated in my mind that I didn't catch until yep. um, really two years ago. Yeah. Three. Yeah. They don't like me.
1: That's exactly it. So you're, you're, so everywhere you come from is they're not going to like me, I'm all alone. They're not going to, like, it's going to run that negative self pattern, right? Like, as right. a thoughts. Yeah, yeah, totally get it. And that's what I mean. And once we heal that, the, the cool thing that people don't often realize is when we really heal it, where there's an internal emotional shift, right? and the, um, it literally will stop that voice from running. Right. But here, here's the thing that's so very important that... that um, feel that it really needs to be said is it's not a one and done meaning like um it it will stop the voice from running but because we're a living breathing thing it's we're not just a place to get to like success is not just a place to get to it's actually a lifestyle to live um i'm i'm wealthy but not because i made money it's because i also know how to Um, keep money and build and make my money, make more money. Right. So it's not a one and done. It's like you can make millions and lose it all and never have money. Right. The, what has somebody really build wealth is they have to shift their entire relationship with it. And so what I mean by that is it's the same when we apply it to ourselves, it's not a one and done. So once we heal that you, it will heal that But then if you waver from who you are, if at any point you decide I am, uh, you go back to thinking like, oh, I am all alone or I am really the outside, it will go back in and create that emotional programming back again. Like we are so, what's the word I want to say? Like we're so moldable to to, so, why I think this is so important because there's another mis- there's so many misunderstandings and misconceptions in our society, but right. there's this big one that we have this belief, and I don't know if it comes from ed- the education system. It's like we go to elementary and then we're done, we go to middle and then we're done, and then we go to high school and then we're done. Like, I don't know if it comes from that way of thinking, but there's this tendency to think, I just have to get here and then I'm done, right. where it's really more about, once you heal your, um, your emotional trauma, it really does free you. And then once you, you decide you're now living from your aligned self, who you really are as your potential, that's a lifestyle of living this way. It's not a one and done. It's like now every day I'm operating from inside that way of being. Right. I always say to people... Um, you know, the way we create reality is from the inside out, not outside in. So what I mean by that is before I ever became a millionaire, I saw myself as a millionaire and lived in the feeling place of being a millionaire. Before I ever ran all the seven major marathons in the world, I actually saw myself as a, a marathon runner and then went and practiced marathon running and like like as a living breathing experience before that became a reality but even so let's say i do that and now i have it as a living breathing reality i would still need to maintain like i I'm, i don't run marathons anymore but i'm i'm still see myself as a runner because i run about three times a week or four times a week, depending on the the week and so forth. But I'm not running marathons anymore. So I still see myself as a runner. Had I stopped running marathons, my mind would instantly now go back to seeing myself as something else. If I'm not a runner, then who am I? It's going to want to put a label to what I am. So I feel that um, it's so important to understand because I don't have my mind as um a master over me my mind is literally used as a tool no different than my pinky no different than my hand i don't have my mind as something bigger than that does that make sense and i think that's so missed inside of exactly hmm. how what do you hear in that don because i'm curious how you hear that
0: um i i totally understand we need to actually um take our thoughts captive and move them in the direction that we want to go.
1: 100%.
0: And if we are a slave to our mind, we're going to continue to live in this
1: lie. 100%. Like it's just really that simple, right? And to be
0: able to spot a thought and say, huh, I'll know where that came from, but I am not accepting it.
1: (laughs) Hmm. That's where
0: we start to move into freedom.
1: Yes. Yes. I, and wow, I see a freedom beautiful
0: is. picture. And I know so many people who um, are really, really care to to see themselves in that success that you described. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it, it. Sometimes it takes time because you don't even know what the impediments are until you work through them. And then you say, oh, oh, that's why I couldn't get <laughs> um, free yeah. into this new normal. And what's even more deceptive is like y- you prove earlier you were successful in building that insurance business Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: a lot of people can hustle and work hard and they're smart enough to make something happen and they're still miserable yes so I love
1: I was one of those. (laughs) I was that person, but I'm not doing. You know, I didn't do that the second round. I went. and This one has all been been created from a totally different operating place from complete flow. What I learned um, inside of building my first one is, well, first of all, I I I have to laugh at this. I had this thing like, oh, when you when I hit a million dollars, like it's going to be like this big thing, right? Like, like I don't know why, but I used to think like. When I hit that, it's gonna be like, again, these like, the angels start singing and the world starts rejoicing. I don't know why I have this concept, but I used to have this. And so when really, in fact, it really felt like, of course it's going to, I'm gonna hit a million because like everything I've done is exactly like, that was coming way before it ever happened, right? So I knew that, I, I, know, I always saw it coming. But here's the interesting thing is like, when I got there, I was like, oh, this is so funny. like. You people think like when you make a million dollars, um, that you take home a million dollars, but actually it was like, I made a million, but then paid out and staff at, in that particular business, because it was much more heavily dependent on, um, you know, like it was a brick and mortar business. Now I'm online, but that one was I, like paid out over like 400,000, you know, in expenses with staff and so forth. And so it was kind of funny to me. Like, it was like, Huh, making a million is not the way I thought it was. So, the interesting thing the second time around, I really have a different perspective, and I say this to people all the time. Like I start the opposite way with my um, entrepreneurs. I always want them to first first get out of the way their ego so they can operate from true potential and really see what there is to do. Once they get that out of the way, now how we're gonna build a business, right? Because I'm big about building six and seven figure businesses. I love helping people make money. It's the greatest satisfaction I have. Every time people, all their results, then I feel like I get healed All over again from being poor. (laughs) So I love people making money. I love that you
0: get healed all over again every time somebody.
1: Yeah. I feel like every single time, like, you know, my clients are like, Oh my God, I just made a million dollars. Or, Oh my God, I just closed this. You know, this guy just recently who just started with me, um, closed, um, like $8,000 to him. And that was a big deal. Cause he hadn't made money in a year, yeah. um, on what he was trying to do with his brand. And then this other guy, um, just closed in the first, you know, you on one session with me, he made, he closed uh, right after that. He, when he got what I was really coaching him on, he went and applied it and he created a 250000 thousand dollar deal, and so these kind of things like when that happens like that quickly, like you know I feel like every single time like there I am like rejoicing um, at thirteen going like I've I'm I fulfilled on that promise I made to God right like I never forget that I said that to God and I I feel like so fulfilled and so like loving life to it but yes um for the back end like you know when people then once they got the front. Once they understand how to no longer operate from what's stopping them and how to really operate from their true self, really being free to be themselves. Now, what I love to do is now I love to help them take what's the business model. If we know the lifestyle you want to live, because this is the way to truly live your life purpose, right? If people ask me, how do you live your life purpose? It's very simple. I'm going to show it to you once you, once you, you just can't find it when you're still in your ego. So I always do the first part first. I always do it in, in the exact order that is the most efficient, effective way, because otherwise you waste time and money. And those are two things I never like to waste (laughs) time or money. So the way we do it is then from the back end, what we do is we go, okay, so now that you're free of that, what's the lifestyle that you want to live? And then when they tell me the lifestyle they want to live and what that really looks like as a vivid vision, Not as a goal. I don't teach goal setting. I've never lived in goals. That's how you, that's why the goals cannot get accomplished because as soon as you make it a goal, you put it outside of yourself. And so it no longer becomes a truth. It becomes something to go get to. And that's why we don't accomplish it. So I teach, you know, how to live inside of vivid visions and then literally align with it and then operate from making those decisions already as that way of being. So once they tell me the lifestyle they want, now we will put the right vehicle, which that's all a business is, is how to have the right vehicle that will then fulfill on the lifestyle they want to live, right? And so when we can do that, and then we can um, then really see it as, um, you know, a real vision of what do you love to do? What is your ideal, like, what do you love? What is your ideal client most need that they value so much that they're willing to pay for it and that you're good at and are willing to dedicate your life to the mastery of it? It, it, is, a, it is a lifetime journey of mastery. When we have those recipe, those pieces to the pie, oh, the synergy of that is what creates your life purpose.
0: Yes. You're saying all my favorite words. Good.
1: Okay, good. Because it's the truth, right? Like it's, it well, can only be true if it feels like it's. truth is truth.
0: <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. and that's how you see, um, you know, I've, I've become a, a, a big fan of just looking to see uh, what's happening, what's working in the world and aligning with it. And I'm finding that the words like alignment and synergy, harmony, yeah. curiosity, those are the words yeah. that I hear repeating where people yeah. are actually making it over that mountain
1: a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah. Well,
0: I could talk to you forever, Mia. Yeah. <laughs> this is so Yay! much
1: <laughs>
0: Now, um, you know, it is called women, wine, and leadership. And, and honestly, yeah. the, um, the, um, smart aleck way explanation for that is that, um, I'm just looking for uh, a way to write off wine as part of my life <laughs> in my business. But yeah. honestly, I have a, my, um, my women's retreat actually follows the, the theme of yes. winemaking. So yes. it's an art form that I like to celebrate and it, it tells so much about refined character and finesse. Mm. So just um, without getting too deep, tell me um, your relationship with wine and, and what you, do you, do you pull out a bottle of wine on a Friday night sure. or
1: Saturday night? Sure. So I will tell you, I used to be a huge wine drinker and I have a really great wine for all of your ladies because I know you asked for this um, on it. And I'm like, I love, I will tell you one that I think is so delicious. Um, It's the Ridge um, Geyserville. Ridge Geyserville is really an incredible one. um, And I'm just going to give you the, for those um, that really love you know see if this re- you know really resonates with you, but it's a dark ruby color, and the yes. aromas of ripe black cherries and plum sweet oak mint and gravel earth, rich bramble fruity entry, round and supple tannins refreshingly acidi- acidity, and layered complex fruits in a long finish. I will tell you that that it's it's rated um four point three um you know at of sixty ratings um ninety four is the um I'm the wine advocate, but I will tell you, it is one of the most delicious wines that I have ever had. Now I say this because um, I used to drink that all the time and Opus One was a really good one that I really loved. Um, and when I got older, I don't know why, but it started giving me a headache. So I'm gonna be honest, you know, always, I'm always straight with everybody. So now I drink tequila. <laughs> But um, that's just what I drink. Um, but I do love that wine. And I would recommend it to anyone who's a wine drinker. Please try it. And I would love to hear your thoughts. Like, send me, I answer everything. My my team is not the one commenting on anything. So you send me, you know, tell me what you think of that wine. And I will be the one answering the, you know, your your response. Whether you email me on my website, you can do it um, at Mia Hewitt, H-E-W-E-T-T dot com. Do you can, it, there's a contact form. Just send me, what was your, did you like that wine? I oh, love to hear that. Gosh, so
0: it, the description sounds like exactly what I love to hear. Right?
1: Think. Is that a good one for you? Do you love that?
0: You know, um, I don't know if I've had that particular label, okay, but I, um, I love a rich, um, a wine that's rich in character that has some legs. Um, yeah. I like it to, to linger on the, on the palate. Yeah. Um, I'm, I've grown really impatient with anything that's, that's too watery or not. That- not full bodied enough. And I think that's why I love this metaphor for developing um, a significant influential life, because totally. you remain on the palate. Um, mm. you, you leave a lingering finish that people walk away going, wow, that, that's a person I could hang out with, kind of like yeah. what we're experiencing here. It's so fun to have good conversation yeah. with somebody that you just really connect with. And that's why I see wine in my life. And I totally hear you on the impact of wine in the middle-aged woman. (laughs) I don't know why. Title of (laughs) my next book, Wine in the Middle-Aged Woman, because it is different. And there are some nights I can't sleep because it hits my liver at 1 a.m. and won't let me get back to sleep.
1: Okay. Um, And
0: I'm learning because I love wine so much. I'm working with the master of wine that I've partnered with on my retreats to teach us how to find the wines that don't react to our systems.
1: Oh, that would be great. That how would to be make
0: great. sure that you hydrate enough so that whatever alcohol mm. you consume is not going to hit your bloodstream and keep you awake. Yep.
1: Totally. So,
0: I'm all about strategies for enjoying wine too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that. No, go Donna, that's awesome. I didn't have that information. So I was just like, okay. I just was like, what can I drink instead? And I remember, um, at the time the skinny girl was like in my head you know bethany and i was like oh my gosh let me just order one of her so i just did tequila and just a little lime juice and i was like okay this can work and then it didn't give me a headache so i was like let me stay with it but hey um, I'm interested in your tips on that because if not, like you know, this is a great wine. That you know, Ridge is a really, really great one. I think people would really enjoy full body and everything. So yeah, that's awesome. Well,
0: I'll add it to my wine palace and I'll look okay. at it next time I'm shopping. Good. Tell me what I have you a think. Wine palace on Pinterest, where I keep labels okay. so that people can go shopping with a reference tool.
1: I love it. All I love about it.
0: strategies. Well, you you told me earlier that you have a nice gift for our listeners today. So yes. tell us how people can contact you and tell us how to access your little download gift.
1: Absolutely. Um, it's a, my free book just for them on a PDF. It's an ebook. So they, all they have to do is go to Mia meant for And then you just want to plug in the, um, on the password, free book, right? Capital F and that's it. Like free book, all one word. Okay. Just. And you'll get it for free. Um, It's an awesome, awesome book. I can't wait for people to tell me what they uncover for themselves because I literally show you, and I'm telling it in a story so that it's easier. It's an easy read, Um, so it really resonates that you can find exactly where this happened to you and what has, you know, what then happened in your life. So it really, it's the book. This is what the book is. It's the book that I wish somebody had written and given to me in my twenties. Right. That's the book I wrote. I wrote like if, if somebody could tell me how does life really work? How do how do we really work as a human being? Like how do I how do I be the best me? If somebody would have like given me all that in one book, that's the book I wrote. I wrote oh, it in story format so that it can be really easy. Yeah. So I'm I'm really I would love to hear feedback on yes. you know how it helped, you know, your listeners. It's so such well, a great one.
0: I'm immediately gonna share it with my twenty two year old daughter too. Oh good. I, yeah. Even even those who've grown up in a, a healthy and happy home still totally. need um, a trail guide for life. And totally. it usually needs to be somebody other than mom.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Even my
0: seventeen year old will say, Mom, I think you're a great coach, but I know you're coaching me right now and I don't really want to hear your (laughs) advice.
1: Yeah. He's like, I wasn't asking you. (laughs) So funny. Oh,
0: thank you so much for being on this podcast. It has been such a delight and I'm excited to share this with our listeners. I think they're going to really, really benefit. They're going to want more of you in their life. And I'll Mm
1: -hmm. also
0: send them to your website in the show notes.
1: Thank you so much. It was such a great, it's so fun to be here with you. I've had such an incredible time. You're doing amazing work in the world. So thank you for being you. And thank you for you know really celebrating women and bringing women and wine and leadership. I mean, what a great combination.
0: The world needs more leadership. And I think women are the, the ones who are going to bring a new level.
1: Oh. Yes, and I would love to really encourage women because when I found out that the women um you know uh, that very few women there's a, like are are millionaires like it's 2% uh, or, or 2/5 I heard 2 but it could be 5. I heard 2 but it doesn't mean I have the right, you know, but that is appalling to me. Yeah. Like I am like so committed that um, we just have women millionaires be so natural, yeah. um, because it really, once we get this out of the way, like what's stopping us, it literally, everything else in life and business is easier. Yeah, it really, Business is really simple. It's very simple. A business only exists to solve a problem. Right. You just have to ensure that you're solving a problem that people really believe they need and that they value enough to pay for. It's exactly. really simple. It's, it's, right. I understand it's not easy, but it's simple in the sense of, but yeah. it, the, the reason why it's not easy is because our ego runs the show and doubts us and creates self-doubt and so forth. So once we get a handle on that, yeah, it's really easy. It, it, I really want to say it is easy for women to become Hugely successful and wealthy, so I'm really standing for you know changing the lives of women and having women really be the powerhouses. I know that they are. Yeah, yeah. And
0: the easy requires hard work, but it's easy because you're not working against yourself.
1: That's right. Is if we can take that piece out of the puzzle, that's like the biggest struggle is right. when we're working against ourselves. I had a woman just recently. Um, she just had it like she had linked pain to what she desired. So she had linked um, discipline to pain. You see, the fascinating thing as an somebody who's built a multi-million-dollar business and building the second one, I don't have discipline as pain. I actually have it as pleasure. When I think of, di- if you look at my calendar from my wall right now, I know my entire year, I can tell you my entire year, I already know how much money I'm making this year. So it's not, there's no pain in that. There's only a lot of, of knowing secure of who I am and what I'm up to in the world and what the, the solutions I provide. There's nothing associated to pain to me about that. In fact, you know, I associate um, freedom to routine. Yeah. So I have it as a real pleasurable thing that here's the thing when we link pain Right to what we are desiring, then we will automatically sabotage ourselves. Because if that's the tr- if we have it that way, then growing your business means more pain. Then growing, you know, means more pain. Like you know, less time, which is going to be another pain. Then growing means more stress, which is going to be more pain. So therefore, you will not do it. Yeah, I actually have it as the opposite. So I really encourage anyone listening. We want to shift the way what you're linking. Right? This is why it's always going to be found internally. Where's the internal conflict? If you have a desire for something, but a belief that is contra- you know, contradicting it, yeah. you want to want to heal that and clean that up so that you put them both in alignment with each other so you have what you want and who you are mm-hmm. and how you feel and the actions you take all moving in the same direction, yep. then of course you're going to get your results just like you were going to make a cup of coffee. Like it's that simple, right? If I get up and walk to the coffee pot, that's what's (laughs) going to happen.
0: That's so true. Oh, that's good. Beautiful, beautiful thought. And I think what a great way to start the holiday weekend for those who want to be intentional about getting started on a new
1: uh, foot. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Donna. It was great.
0: Pleasure. I'm so glad you joined us today on Women, Wine, and Leadership. I hope you left with some really practical strategies. And if you're feeling like, hmm, not sure where to go from here, go to 360lifestrategies.com, scroll down the page, and click on Book My Strategy Session Now. That's what I'm here for. I'll offer you a 30-minute strategy session to kind of get you off to the next place. And, you know, if we need to work together further, we can do that. I just want you to be connected with the strategies you need to not just survive this life, but thrive. There's a whole nother world that many of us haven't even had access to. That's what we're here to do. So stop by.